Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Honoring and respecting your circadian rhythms and your sleep is one of the best investments you can make in your future. It's like an insurance policy. Your sleep is extremely important. Just like meditation. Meditation protects your brain. It lowers blood pressure. It helps with your mood. It helps with your telomeres. It helps with something called the longevity effect. It helps reduce stress and anxiety. And stress and anxiety is one of the biggest killers, right? If we can't control our environment and our stresses and our reaction to the environment, you know, then we lose. This little podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style, style. We promise motivation, inspiration, and transformation. The Sober is Dope podcast is about the sober lifestyle. Style, style. I was able to transform my mind and body and spirit. We won't steer you wrong. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sober is Dope. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. Very excited to be here today. Um, this episode today is an update on a few things I've been focusing on these days and some tips that I think will help us on our journey, especially navigating through the coronavirus, through the pandemic, through isolation and through our recovery. The first thing I'm excited to talk about is today is a study that Harvard University in regards to vitamin D and the COVID-19. And the study just basically states that vitamin D can defend against viruses, bacteria, exaggerated inflammation, and can help defend against upper respiratory tract infections. And this is really cool. They recommend no more than 3,000 IUs, which is international units, I always want to start this out by just saying consult your physician, but for everyone in the Sober is Dope community, you guys know I'm a big advocate of vitamin D, getting outside, getting that sunlight, and being a New Yorker during the winter months, we lose a lot of valuable sunlight, so I always supplement with vitamin D3, and um, I take literally, I think about three to 5,000 international units per day. I just want to say I will leave a link to the Harvard article in the show notes. And in addition to vitamin D, I love zinc. I swear by zinc. And I used to always get sick ever since a kid. Um, I always caught bronchitis, always caught a cold, always was immune compromised. My immune system is very sensitive. And about two winters ago, I really enough was enough. And I did a deep dive and started trying to figure out exactly why I get sick as soon as winter hits. And I will stay sick throughout the whole winter. And the reason was, is we lose sunlight during the winter. Being on the East Coast in New York, we have a temperate, deciduous forest environment. So we have these very long winters and very short summers. 
um, and I will always get sick. And I realize we lose the sunlight and that's why. And your body really needs vitamin D. So with something like the coronavirus that mimics the a flu and it has and it, and it attacks the respiratory system and stuff like that. And zinc was also one of the things that is rock solid for your immune system. So zinc helps me, it helps my immunity, it helps with my reproductive organs, it helps with so many things. So I swear by vitamin D and zinc and of course vitamin C, but it was excited to see some new developments and to see some real scientific data backing up something that I said day one on the Sober Stove podcast, make sure you take your vitamin D. Um, and that was last, um, that was around March when we had those episodes where I was talking about that. That's the next first thing um, I wanted to cover. And I also wanted to give you guys some tips on lately. It's been um, a lot of people in the community has been reaching out. I did a few videos on how to restore your dopamine receptors after you quit drinking alcohol. So for a quick crash course, for most of us in recovery, we know that when we drink alcohol or use drugs, the drugs or the alcohol floods our brains with dopamine. And that really damages and affects our dopamine receptors. And when we stop drinking, our dopamine receptors needs time to restore back to a normal um, level. And that takes time. And there's certain things you could do to really help increase or boost the natural dopamine levels in your brain. And the same thing with serotonin. And this is a really fascinating subject to people because I meet a lot of people in different stages of recovery. And even someone like myself that's eight years sober, you know, it's days where I don't necessarily, you know, dopamine is a feel good hormone. It deals with motivation. It deals with um, your internal. It's like your internal alarm clock. It has so many good things. And my thing is with dopamine, um, you know, some days I just feel really lethargic, unmotivated and like, uh, right. And I have to check myself and see what's going on. Is my sleep patterns in check? Do I have erratic sleep patterns? Because sometimes you could forget. You could have a few nights where you break day, Netflix and chilling, and you throw your sleep patterns off, and then it throws you off. You could have, you know, you could have a cheat day or a party or a birthday where you overindulge in sugar and stuff like that or imbalanced diet. Um, this is all important. And we know we have low dopamine and serotonin levels. We become more anxious. We have more anxiety and we have more depressive symptoms. So I wanted to give you guys my tips and a few tips that I, I've come across in regards to naturally boosting our dopamine levels. And my tip number one, we know tyrosine is a precursor to dopamine. So tyrosine rich foods help really helps naturally boost your dopamine levels. And so I would say tyrosine rich foods like chicken, beans, um, and um, avocados are can can definitely help naturally boost your dopamine levels. Uh, I, I say for the vegans and for the vegetarians, definitely having a diet that's health full of healthy beans, healthy greens um, can definitely help. So tyrosine rich foods can help. 
Also, vitamin D3, like we just were speaking about, also helps boost dopamine. And I would say it's best to get it in sunlight, trying to get outside. And you get a two for one. Exercise help boost your dopamine. So you could get outside, walk, do a little light running and get into sunlight at least 30 minutes to an hour a day if possible. is really good for your overall well-being, but it can help boost your dopamine levels. Um, also, nutritional yeast and B vitamins are very important. So, you know, when I did my really long experiment as a vegan, I was taking a lot of nutritional yeast and I remember really feeling better. So I would say definitely look into nutritional yeast um, to supplement with your foods. You could put it in your soups, your salads, your coffee. Nutritional yeast and B vitamins rock. And those are my a few tips that can help you boost your dopamine levels. Most importantly, sleep. You want to really, and this works on serotonin also, but you definitely want to make sure you're going to bed and waking up at the same times every day. Um, this is important. And it's hard. I don't always follow this, but it's something that I'm trying to get to a master, get mastery of. I really want to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. And you want to really capitalize on the optimal hormonal window, which is according to Sean Stevenson and his book, Sleep Smarter. He talks about going to bed at 10 p.m. I mean, making sure you're asleep before 10 p.m., and you have uninterrupted sleep through 2 a.m. And you get eight hours, seven to eight hours straight through. And why? Because you get the optimal, most hormonal benefits of your sleep cycles between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. That's when all of the magic happened. That's when you get all the hormonal benefits. So if you break day or if you go to bed past 2 a.m., you kind of miss that window. So definitely look into that. But the most important thing is go trying to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. And then, and then lately what I've been working on and I don't want to get pushed back on this, but it's important for me to say this in recovery. We tend to lean on coffee and caffeine a lot. For example, in my case, um, I'm naturally high strung. I could get anxious really easily. I get, I feel I'm trapped or I don't deal with pressure really well. Um, I'm very sensitive. So coffee is not the best thing for me. It plays on the anxiousness and it has a negative impact on me. And we know adrenal fatigue and stuff like that can really have you feeling very lethargic, um, drained and anxious. So what I realized is I don't really need coffee. Like coffee is something like if you really need it um, and it's a beautiful thing. Like if you if you're working on a really important project or if you have to get up really early, you have a really important day and you want an extra kick. But every day, day in and day out, it does something to your melatonin. It disrupts sleep patterns and it plays a lot on the adrenal glands and it causes anxiousness. I, I notice when I drink coffee, I'm really anxious, you know, um, and then it's kind of like the same thing with alcohol for me. It's like you, you once you have a drink, you can't stop. And it's that it plays on that addictive personality of mine and I don't like it. You know, about two months ago, I was going to Dunkin Donuts like five or six times a day.
it was like, I have nothing to do. Let me go to Dunkin' Donuts. Let me get another coffee. Let me get another coffee. And next thing you know, I'm going to bed at 5 a.m. And I'm like, why am I going to bed at 5 a.m.? And then I'm sleeping the whole day. It's because I started abusing coffee and it happened so fast. I didn't even realize it. So for most of us out there, we may say, oh, man, I feel drained. I have no energy. I don't know why. I guarantee you, if you're not putting yourself on a coffee curfew and if you're not watching your coffee consumption, um, it's going to affect your sleep patterns. And if you're not sleeping on a consistent sleep schedule and respecting something that we call the circadian rhythms, it could throw you off. And, you know, the circadian rhythms, you know, tracks the rise and fall of the sun. So as the sun is going down, our bodies are naturally winding down to go to sleep. And as the sun starts to rise, uh, your body naturally wants to wake up. And that's the optimal sleep window or sleep cycle that we need to attain to one that matches our circadian rhythms and co and coffee totally disrupts that. Now, I would say I, I do love coffee. So if I want to drink it, I would just put myself on a curfew and not drink coffee past 12 p.m. That's the latest. I would say to be very um, conservative, 10 a.m. But 12 p.m. is not that bad. So that's the dopamine. Um, next is serotonin. So I realized that, okay, so what happens if my serotonin levels are, um, a little low, you tend to feel very depressed and you have more anxiety and, um, it just definitely throws you off. So how to naturally boost your serotonin levels is similar to the dopamine. You want to get a lot of sunlight. You want to have good sleep patterns. Um, one thing that I really think is a good nugget is eating slow carbs. Definitely helps with um, serotonin production, like sweet potatoes and um, beans is also another excellent slow carb. It has a lot of phytonutrients also, and it's really gut for, good for your gut bacteria. So we know that your gut bacteria is extremely important. Your gut microbiome is extremely important. So if you have a really healthy gut environment, your DNA epigenetic environment will have a lot will have a lot of positive effects. So definitely beans is my number one health nutritional source. I know you have different camps that say, oh, beans, oh, they have um, this is all these different theories, you know, the um, plant paradox and all of that. But you guys know when it comes to health and anything that's vegan or vegetable or plant based related, I go to a trustworthy source and that's nutritionfacts.org. And that's our friend, Dr. Michael Greger. Can't go wrong. We follow the science. It's all evidence based. So, you know, I try to stay away from people who just come up with these, you know, fly by night theories without real science behind it. And I will put anyone in the ring with Dr. Michael Greger to defend against the plant-based or evidence-based diet. And I know my Dr. Michael Greger will win because he's unbiased. He has no financial interest in his research. He's just out there to really spread the gospel that plants rock. Um, and although I'm not 100% vegan, I definitely, it comes by good authority. And I did an experiment on myself where I ate a lot of plants, a lot of avocados, a lot of healthy vegetables and fruits. And I got a lot of plant diversity in my diet. And I had ate a lot of beans and a lot of tubers and um, 
really healthy stuff. And I tell you, it changes your DNA, your stomach starts, the stomach fat just melts away. When you really respect your gut and your microbiome, you know, wonder, it just miracles happen with your diet and you could eat as much as you want. That's why I love it, you know, and the more time, the less like bad protein you're going to desire. And you even, you know, you're going to desire some good protein. What I do for protein is I eat um, um, salmon. Um, I try to eat um, clean chicken if I can, which is hard to find. So just salmon, chicken, turkey, the basics um, to get the protein needs. A lot of people will push back on eggs because of the cholesterol and stuff like that and dairy. But if you're going to eat eggs, I would say organic eggs. Um, That helps me out a lot. So the beans help bringing it back. The beans really help and the sweet potatoes and the slow carbs really help with serotonin levels precursor to serotonin is tryptophan so having a high tryptophan diet um can help with your serotonin levels like incorporating healthy tryptophan foods into your diet so i guess when you hear tryptophan you think of turkey like i did but you don't have to really pay up for the turkey if you could find really good free range and um chicken and stuff like that and as for and as for my um vegans and vegetarians out there beans, avocados, and stuff like that. So, and and I want to end the how to boost dopamine and serotonin with two things, uh, with the vitamin D, the sunlight, the exercise, breathing, and meditation. Those are my tips there to really help restore the dopamine receptors. And then you have other things you could do with as far as supplements, but I don't want to go too deep into supplements. But I know 5-HTP is really good. It's another precursor to these um, vital neurotransmitter hormones that's really good GABA is really good um and um maybe a tyrosine supplement if you if you're don't want to go um too heavy into the chicken and stuff like that so ladies and gentlemen i will put links to these articles and stuff in the show notes but i would like to say that in recovery it's extremely important to be on top of your mind, body, and spiritual connection. So as far as sober is dope, we put a big and huge emphasis on addiction science, um, the medical community, evidence-based science, and just really healthy, practical ways to upgrade and level up our recovery and our, our life. So I just wanted to say that to you, ladies and gentlemen, because it's very important to me. Another thing I learned recently that's really cool is having a little bit of apple cider vinegar with water and with your meals can help stabilize blood sugar spikes. Um, and also eating berries with any form of dessert or anything can help offset the blood sugar spike. So I'm a fan of berries. So incorporate a lot of blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, hopefully organic if you could get them um, for because of pesticides. Uh, very important. Um, but if you can't get organic, then I would say try to try to. Um, Really soak and rinse your fruits and vegetables really well. And a real trick with that is if you soak your vegetables in warm water with vinegar, 
um, and your fruit, you could really get a lot of the pesticides out. But I stopped worrying about that because what, I, what, what, what started happening with me is I would stop buying the fruit if I couldn't get organic. And I'm like, well, what's the alternative? Just eat another junk food that has a bunch of stupid stuff in there. So get what you can when you can. And when you can get organic, get it. And when you can, just still eat the antioxidant rich fruits and vegetables anyway, because they have DNA protective powers and they just really good. The antioxidants, the, the, some people make the argument that the antioxidant benefit is greater than the negative effects of the pesticides. Um, so... Now, hopefully, when they're not using glyphosate and stuff in the soils anymore, and we don't have to, in the future, we're not going to have to worry so much um, about these pesticides. But, you know, until we get there, just be careful. So that's some of the stuff I've been studying, and I've been feeling a lot better. I This is my first week on my coffee detox, and um, I feel a million times better. Um, my sleep patterns have not normalized yet, but they will again. And I'm being patient with myself. Um, like my mom said, you're on, you're in quarantine. What are you worrying about? Sleep all day and all night if you want to. But I realized that it's a um, honoring and respecting your circadian rhythms and your sleep is one of the best investments you can make in your future health. It's like an insurance policy. Your sleep is extremely important. Just like meditation, meditation protects your brain. It um, lowers um, blood pressure. It helps with your mood. It helps with your telomeres. Uh, it helps with uh, something called the longevity effect. It helps reduce stress and anxiety. And stress and anxiety is one of the biggest killers, right? If we can't control our environment and our stresses and our reaction to the environment, you know, then we lose. Um, and lastly, you know, going back to the parasympathetic response that rest and digest. So you eat all of these good foods, you're meditating, you're, you're drinking a lot of water, you're being mindful. Then what tends to happen is you're going to be closer to being in a perpetual rest and digest state and you're going to be able to handle stress better. And these are the things that help you look better and feel better in the long run. So. This is like Botox without the Botox. This is how you see someone that's in their 60s and you're like, it's no possible way you could be 60. It's because the person probably has a really good genes, but if they don't, then they really work really hard at protecting their genes. And they probably have really low stress and they probably eat really well and probably eat a lot of plants, right? Um, so these are some of the tips. So restoring your natural dopamine um, receptors and restoring your dopamine levels is important in recovery and maintaining. So a lot of what this is about is just not restoring. It's also maintenance because you have to do this for a lifetime. I mean, you know, some of us drink for 15, 20, 30 years and we think that we're five or six years in and we're going to just be 100%. But we just have to really keep working at it, really keep optimizing. That's my favorite word of 2020. Let's optimize, optimize, optimize. So that's some of my tips. So if you're out there, um, pre please respect your sleep patterns. 
be aware of what you're eating. Um, try to get a lot of good foods in, the slow carbs, the beans, the healthy fats like avocados. Drink a lot of water. Get your sunlight. Take the vitamin D because that has protective. It defends you from, according to Harvard and the new studies in relationship to COVID-19, it protects you against bacteria, viruses. Something that I think is really cool, exaggerated inflammation. And also upper respiratory tract infections. So get your vitamin D. Go out and buy it. You heard it from Pop. Harvard, I trust Harvard, right? If you can't trust Harvard Medical, then you can't trust anyone. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's my uh, um, my update. Also, coffee curfew, 12 p.m., phone curfew, um, TV curfew, computer curfew, blue light curfews. So let's do a lab before we go. Let's re let's do a, um, let's close out on blue light. So if we're talking about optimizing our sleep patterns, we have to be careful of the blue light from the cell phones, from the computers and from the television. So, you know, you want to be to bed, go to bed by 12 o'clock at night, 12 um, a.m. You want to be sleeping. That means you may want to wind down the phones and the computers and the, everything by 10 o'clock. I would say give yourself between two hours, but no more than an hour and a half because it's going to take you a half an hour to unwind and then you're going to fall asleep somewhere between that last hour. You want to give yourself that kind of bridge. So those are my tips there. And if you're new in recovery, welcome. God bless you. Um, recovery is a beautiful journey. These are all of the tips that I would give someone that's fresh into recovery. I would say pay attention to um, your environment, what you eat, your stress. Um, forgive yourself, love yourself, and be patient with yourself. Um, there's a, a quote in the Bible where someone asks um Jesus about forgiveness and should they forgive a person how many times and he says 70 times 7 so that's the new theme um, for me in 2021 the theme for 2021 is 70 times 7 and that's how many times I want you to forgive yourself and that's how many times I want you to forgive everyone around you and if you can't and if you're not in a place to forgive yet, that's OK, too, because forgiveness is not always a prerequisite to healing because it may make take you time. But it is something to keep in mind. So be gentle with yourself, love yourself and be good. And that's my update. That's everything Poppy Can has been studying. This is the, um, the theme of 2021. I want to bring it more into practical tips. So those are all my tips. And please, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to subscribe to the Sober's Dope podcast. It really, really will help us grow and it helps us get in front of other people dealing with drugs and alcohol misuse problems, right? So when someone's searching for it, I want them to find us because you know we bring really good content. And also, please, I want everyone that listens to take a moment out your day to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right. Um, the link is in the show notes, the bio and everything. Just go on to my link tree. You're going to see the YouTube. Click on that. Um, and please try to support us that way. Subscribe and uh, share with your friends and family. Happy holidays. Don't let anyone steal your joy in the holidays. Um, how you beat isolation and coronavirus isolation. You stay busy. You try to find creative ways to bond and do new things with your friends, with your family that you're stuck with. All right. Um, and you try try to get out 
get some air, go for your walks, practice your daily walks, get out in nature, go into the parks, even if it's wintertime, bundle up, go out, play in the snow, walk in the park, get that sunlight. That can help you beat the isolation. Um, and I'm praying for you and I love you all. And thank you for supporting Soap is Dope. God bless you guys. And I'll catch you on the other side.